Atlantans. Good uh, Tuesday afternoon to you. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Uh, two-thirds of a show today. We're only going to be on until 6 p.m. as we make way for Georgia basketball. We're going to try to crunch three hours of content into two hours of stuff. Uh, because of the uh, schedule change, we're going to do Would You Rather a Little Sanjay at 5.07. So uh, make sure you're tuned in for that. Always a good time. This time yesterday, we were following breaking news in uh, at the city of Atlanta where a horrible story where a six-year-old toddler was shot and killed. And just 24 hours later, we already have an arrest on the case. Chris Chandler just gave you an update there, our top local story, covering it for our pals at Channel 2 Action News and joining us live, it's Tom Jones. Tom, welcome to the show. Uh, horrible story, but uh, pretty amazing police work to have a custody uh, suspect in custody so soon after the crime. What's the latest, buddy? Yeah, uh, the child was six months old, not six years oh, old. Oh, I, I yeah, misspoke. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, just amazing that police were able to swoop in and, and make an arrest so soon. It's, it's just a tragic story here. I spoke to the mother of that six-month-old child, Grayson Fleming Gray, and I don't know how she was able to hold it together, but she came back here to the scene and and and, and walked me through what happened. She says she was driving through along Anderson Avenue here in Northwest Atlanta with a friend. Uh, she heard some pops, and she thought the danger had passed, so she stopped uh, a little bit further away from where she heard those pops at a convenience store. Her friend got out, went into the store. She got out. You know, went to the back seat to check check on Grayson and noticed he was unresponsive and saw blood and realized he had been shot. Of course, she went into panic mode and Grayson did die. Uh, there are cameras out here. Uh, there's a convenience store that they went to. Uh, they have cameras that, that point right to where most of this happened. And I'm sure that uh, this helped police make an arrest. Tom Jones from Channel 2 Action News joining us on the Mark Aram Show, updating that horrific story uh, from yesterday afternoon. Six-month-old Grayson Matthew Fleming Gray dies, uh, obviously not the intended target. Uh, the authorities had made an arrest. Uh, Quasi Little, 22 years old, was arrested. Do we know what went on that caused this this toddler to die what was the cause of the gunfire any details like that yet tom well, well police say that there was a gunfight a gun battle between two groups uh in a news conference this afternoon they also said that mr little had some gang ties so not sure exactly why they were shooting but of course if you're involved in a gang these types of this is the way they resolve their issues and sadly uh, uh, that child was in the middle of this. Tom Jones from Channel 2 Action News joining us on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Uh, I, I watched your interview with, with the mom, and I, I mean, she, I would imagine she's still in shock because she was very composed, but a horrible, tragic loss. Ha have you guys reached out to her since the arrest is made? Has she given any reaction to that yet? I called her, and uh, I'd imagine she's very busy. She did not answer because I wanted the answer to that question, what was her response. But I did ask her before news of the arrest, uh, uh, how badly did she want this person in, in custody? And, and she said she so badly uh, she could dream about it. Uh, and she said that 
her child's blood was on that person's hand. And the way she said that it sent chills through my body, uh, I felt her pain. And and no parent should have to go through this, Mark. Mark. No parent. Unbelievable. Indeed. Uh, Final question for you, Tom. You mentioned that the uh, suspect, uh, Mr. Little, 22 years old, has gang ties, uh, alleged gang ties. Do we know anything else about him and his past or or what's going forward uh, criminally for him when we could see him in court? I'll tell you what. We we asked the jail for mugshots, and there were several different uh, mugshots of him, so... That usually leads you to believe that he's been arrested several times. Uh, so he's no stranger to law enforcement. Tom Jones, uh, live update. Thank you. We'll watch your report on Channel 2 Action News 5 and 6. Uh, as always, appreciate you, sir. Uh, someday we're going to get you on with a, a feel-good story, I promise, Tom. Please, man, please. <laughs> this, 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 this hurt me to my heart. I can, so, yeah. I can only imagine. Thank you for your, uh, for your work, Tom. Take care, man. Thank you. Uh, uh, just an absolutely uh, tragic story. I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about it. Again, uh, an abbreviated edition of Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Just with you till 6 in the p.m. today. Uh, Sanjay is going to join us in an hour with Would You Rather. Um, I, I hate to start the show with such a story, but this was breaking news you heard live here yesterday on the on the show. Uh, kudos to the Atlanta Police Department for making an arrest within 24 hours. But th- to hear what the mom told Tom, that she didn't even know that her car was struck, right? She just heard pops. And then pulled over into the convenience store and and looked, you know, in the back seat. And, you know, her six-month-old boy was was shot. That, I can't even, and I'm not even a parent, I can't even imagine. Longo and Low T, I, that's just crazy. It makes me cringe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Like definitely. in the worst way. I mean, the, the mom did nothing wrong. No. Like she was just driving just down driving. the street. And caught up in gun violence. It, it's, it's awful. Um, I, there's not much you can, you know... Continued thoughts for the for the family of the uh, victim. Uh, I can't even imagine, and the fact that she I, she must have been in shock because when she was talking, when Tom was interviewing her, um, I, I don't know how she held it together. Uh, but it's going to be a tough journey for her uh, trying to deal with the loss of a six month old. That that's just unbelievable. Um, an, another uh, sadly another shooting uh, happened, and I want to talk about that. I don't know if you guys saw the. Uh, video on social media of the shooting at uh, Loca Luna. That's crazy. Have you have you guys seen that on so- mm-hmm. social no, media? No, 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 no. Like just rat tat Again, I don't know how these people can take the video when there's shots ringing out like all over the place. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm not doing that. No, you know, I'm out of there. I, yeah, I'm I'm fleeing. <laughs> I'm fleeing, hiding, whatever. I'm not. Oh, this would be good anyway. Well, they got video of this, and apparently it was the second shooting in front of this restaurant. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Loca Luna. No, uh, no. really good spot, Deborah. You know what? I've it, been there. It's literally walking distance from here. It's like a oh, tapas really? place. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's tapas. Tapas. Not tapas. topless. Tapas. <laughs> well, walking distance for who? I mean, I've walked to the park tavern several <laughs> yeah. times from here. Like, if there's an event, I'll park here and walk that way. Well, so I've long like walking have... distance is the Equifax building across the street. <laughs> right. like, 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 that's, and that's and it's that's pushing close it. Close by. It's close by. <laughs> anyway, um, there was a, there was a shooting outside the local Luna, and again, I've been there. I've re- it's it's a cool spot. Uh, aren't there are there two of them? This is the one on Amsterdam Walk. There's a similar one in the Highlands. Okay, right? Yeah, but yeah. Th- this is the one on Amsterdam Walk, which f- is walking distance for Deborah. Uh, <laughs> but what what's what's crazy today? The development, the story is that um, Halpern Enterprises, which owns the uh, the retail space where Local Luna is located, yanked their lease. 
they they I guess there's some sort of writing in their lease contract wording that they have the authority to just pull the lease from uh from the restaurant, which I I don't blame them. Like if I own property, like let's say uh Chuck rents his stone home from me, right? Sure. And you're renting you're leasing it, whatever you're renting it. I would want verbiage that if you turn your house into a crack house or sure. or anything that goes there that I have the ability to, to kick you out. Now, Local Luna, I don't know if they can be held at fault for yeah. shootings going on outside. I don't blame them, um, but I also don't blame the 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 owner of the property. If I own that property too, I'd be like, and and as long as I was legally able to do it, sure. I'd be like, you're out of here, man. I'm I'm putting in a Hobby Lobby, like <laughs> yeah. you know. And this is not the first time, right? Yeah, I mean, second time yeah, this yeah. has happened. Yeah. But I mean, again, I I don't know what Local Luna can do to prevent a shooting from outside their restaurant. I mean, you know, there's nothing. What are you going to do? There's no, I don't up security, I guess. Yeah. But even then I don't know. So I don't blame the restaurant, but I certainly don't blame the owner of the property either. I I would, if that's, you know, one time, all right, maybe it was a random thing two times. And this was like right out of a movie kind of, uh, if you, maybe you can find that video, Deborah, and I'll tweet it out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy to find. Yeah. It's all over the internet just to get an idea, but I just want your thoughts because this is a very unique story. Obviously, we're used to shooting stories here in Metro Atlanta, but this one's with a twist that uh, the owners of the restaurant are getting booted out of their facility by the owners of the building, and I, I don't find fault with, with either of them. I, I would, if I owned that property, I'd probably kick them out too, but I don't fault the restaurant because what are you going to do to prevent a shooting outside of your place? So, I don't know, just an interesting story that I thought we could talk about as adults most of us. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Deborah's going to find that video. I'll tweet it out. At Mark Aram. Instagram, it's at Mark Aram. M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. Stick around. We're going to have some fun tonight. It's Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. I'm just really stoked that Mark's on earlier now. Weekdays 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. Dogs basketball coming up at 6 o'clock. Uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Another shooting in front of Local Luna. Halpern Enterprises owned the property, has yanked the lease uh, from the restaurant. I don't fault Halpern Enterprises. I would do the same. And I really don't fault the restaurant. There's not much you can do, I don't think, to prevent shootings to occur outside your facility. Your thoughts at 404-872-0750. George is in Athens. George, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for taking my call, Mark. What's going on, brother? Uh, I'm just wondering. I grew up in the Atlanta area. Uh, lived in Athens for the last 40 years. But like, I like to come to Atlanta for shows and to dinner. And once in a while, I'm just wondering, where is it safe anymore to come to Atlanta? Um, that's a good question, but, but just to be fair and to play devil's advocate here, like there's bad stuff that happens in the suburbs too, right? I mean, there, we follow crime, maybe not to the, uh, at the rate that it happens, uh, in the city of Atlanta, but I mean, there, you can, you can get carjacked anywhere. Your house can get robbed anywhere. You can get oh. shot anywhere, but it's happening at an alarming rate here in the city for sure. Oh yeah, it, it, well it's just it's just it, it's just gotten it's just gotten a bit scary. The, I guess it, uh, what what's happened for me is this has come at a time where I don't like going anywhere anyway. 
you know, so it's like it's it's very coincidental. Um, you know, if this had happened when I was in my mid twenties and I wanted to go out all the time, I'd, I'd be worried. But at forty eight, Deborah, I I'd much rather be on the couch and and order food in. So. It's actually a pretty good thing for me. I understand your concern, though, George. I guess maybe I can't even say, like, do it in the daylight, right? Because this shooting with the six-month-old happened during the day. Mom and and kid just driving along the street. By the way, driving, uh, Longoria gave me a ride home again. I don't know what kind of driving school you went to, Longoria, but <laughs> well, I, another I, flawless performance. I'm just driving like I'm driving with my grandmother. You're perfect. I drive differently than I do with my Obviously. grandmother. So I was like, oh. yeah." He's just trying to change the narrative. We all know. And he's, it's working. It's working. It's absolutely this working. Is Jason <laughs> is in uh, Canton, Georgia. Jason, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Uh, thank you, Mark. Uh, just wanted to bring up two things. You know, one, I'm a little disappointed uh, with local owner closing. My wife and I... I've uh, been married for almost seven years. I actually met at Loca Luna about 10 years ago. I could see uh, that. That's definitely a, a great spot to meet. Well, and they would do salsa lessons. And so for a first date, we're, we're better to learn, you know, if your wife can uh, follow you and uh, accept your mistakes than on the dance floor. Um, but I'll also say, you know, I've been there on Friday, Saturday nights, and I've seen the environment where they turn into a club-like environment. Mm-hmm. And, Unfortunately, when you get alcohol and other things involved, things can lead to days after, and I believe that's probably what happened. And so while I agree with you, I I can understand both sides not necessarily being at fault. I can see that if you're going to accept a bar-like environment, that sometimes brings um, unwanted consequences. Yeah, so so is that, again, I haven't been there in a while, and I certainly would have, wouldn't have gone in a club atmosphere. Do you think that's something they courted? They try to court that business, that, that club-like business? Oh, they definitely did. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I remember multiple times going in there, and every uh, table was put up, every chair was put up. Oh, I got um, you. You walk up to the bars, you would order your drinks. It was music, light. Um, it was a club-like environment. Well, perhaps, uh, yeah, many, perhaps a lot of restaurants do that. Perhaps, and again, I've always had a good time at Local Luna, and I'm, I'm really. That's a great story that you and your wife had your first date there, Jason. Maybe um, they can reopen and adjust their business model and and stick to the 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 tapas. Say it, say it for me, Deborah. Tapas. Tapas and salsa lessons and, and, and maybe not convert to a club on the weekends. It's an interesting story. We'll keep talking about it. Local Luna loses lease. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram on WSB. Just like music. Hey, this is Rosie Perez, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Well, excuse me. Let me 4.38, 60, I don't know what temperature it is. Whatever Chris Chandler just said. My oh, thermometer. 58. 58, all right. Just went from 58 to 66. So somewhere in there, but it's nice out. Uh, welcome back to uh, an abbreviated edition of Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Just with you till 6 today. Then Bulldogs basketball on your home of the dogs, 95.5 WSB. 30 minutes from now, little Sanjay's going to do a uh, Would You Rather, uh, a money edition of Would You Rather, since tax season started, I guess, yesterday or today. You could actually file your... I went to Walmart today, and they have that little booth set up. To do your oh, taxes? Oh, yeah, the seasonal one. Yeah. yeah, so I guess you can start doing your taxes today. We'll talk to Sanjay about that. Uh, we are discussing um, crime in the in, in the ATL, unfortunately. Again, uh, I've decided not to tweet out the video of the shooting in front of Local Luna. Deborah found it. 
I just don't want to. I, I just don't want to put it out there. If you want to find it, it's there. It's Search for crazy it. to watch. Yeah, I, I just don't want to. I, I don't want to put negative stuff out into the universe. But where if you if you missed the story, there was another shooting outside of Loca Luna, uh, a, a tapas place, um, not too far here from WSB Radio, and it's apparently the second shooting outside the restaurant. So the owner of the property pulled the lease from the restaurant. Um, and I get it. I get why they did that. Um, you know, if I owned property and bad stuff was going on and, uh, and, and the people that were, were renting it weren't keeping it safe, I would do the same thing. I don't fault them. And I, I don't really fault the restaurant. I guess that last caller seemed to think though, they've been pushing more of a club atmosphere on the weekends that might encourage violence back when it was, when I went, it was just tapas. And, you know, it was very chill, relaxed. I enjoyed it. Some nice bar, Longoria. They had a good sangria. Carpe Ninas. You ever had a Carpe Nina? No, no. I've never yeah. drink, drink it's like a Brazilian drink. Sounds fruity. Yeah, yeah. no, it's good. it'll knock you on your tush, Chuck. Sure. Nice. Yeah, even you uh, right. who likes to imbibe. <laughs> so your thoughts on that uh, of the uh, the owner of the property yanking the lease. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Brian's in Lawrenceville. Brian, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure, buddy. What's going on? Well, my thing is, is that I've been working in private security firms for most of my adult life. And there's two things that, that require security. It's either the environment that you're in or the clientele. And I've worked in areas that where you, you were there because of the fact you had high-end clientele and you just didn't want anybody getting mugged. Then I've worked in other areas where you're there because just the clientele that's coming in there uh, can be a potential for trouble. And this, referring to what your uh, previous caller said about the place turning into more of a club on the weekend, mm-hmm. and this had being the second time, I really can't fault the uh, owners, uh, of, you know, Halpern for, for, for yanking it because of the fact, you know, if it's happened twice, you're beginning to see a trend. Yeah, for sure. And at that point, you're, you're risk, and you got to understand that at the same time, something goes down, somebody dies there. It's not just, it's not going to be the restaurant that's going to get charged. Property owner. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Because in fact of the liability there, they're going, well, why didn't you provide better lighting? Why didn't you provide lights? And, you know, it's such a litigious society You're now. Right. You're right. That's where you would see that they would be under attack. I'm curious what the language of the lease was that allowed them to yank it, right? There had to be something in the language of the lease that, that allowed the owner of the property to say, all right, you're done. You're out. Goodbye. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the thing is, is I've, I've had friends that have owned restaurants and things like that. And and from what I understand with restaurants and even in commercial leasing, the, the, those leases are just, you know, you're talking down to the jot and tittle. It's insane as to how much, you know, the, the, the conditions that are there. I'm, I'm, or, a, I'm afraid to, to ask this question, but coming down to the what and what? The, oh, come on. The jot and tittle. I, I, that's the, the dots the dive the, the the cross of the T and the dot of the I. I that's have never heard that before. Man, come on, I, yeah, it's yeah, it's. You knew that? Yes, I yeah. Did. I just never actually. I just want to make sure you didn't it. say a bad word on the air. But apparently, <laughs> I've never heard that. Yeah, apparently, tittle is okay. I think I said that to Andrew for a fact of the day in the future. Oh, oh all right. I think okay. I did. So what's a tittle? The cross. You know how you say like you dot your eyes and you cross your T's. Yeah, that's a tittle. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I have never. Chuck, did you know that? I had no idea. Yeah, no. I, I thought he said something else and my ears perked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I looked at Mark like, should I dump that? I wasn't that? Really yeah. no. all, of, all of you had a reaction like, wait a minute. So a <laughs> jot is the dot. Yeah. And a tittle is the t- the, the, the cross on yeah. the T. All right. There you go. We all, well, so, early fact of the day. Yeah, early fact of the day right yeah. there. The three, three of us bananas learned something today. <laughs> Deborah, of course, the most learned banana knew. Uh, David's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Thanks for hanging on, David. Hey, Mark, how you doing? I'm Excellent. doing great. 
Excellent. Hey, there's one thing that you can't overlook when you're talking about these uh, these problems in these major cities, and that is this defund the police mentality that got started last year. And the, the police chief of Atlanta, I think he laid it out when he said we, we're seeing an explosion of crime in these big, major metropolitan cities. And ask yourself, who runs these big cities? What kind of policies do they have in place? And it's easy to see that the criminals and these people committing these criminal acts have absolutely no fear of any kind of prosecution whatsoever. Who, who's currently, this, David, who's currently, exactly what's brought David, who's currently leading the charge on the defund police uh, issue? Well, it's out there. It's on the left. I mean, that's one thing that they've been pushing for. No, but I, I mean, I'd love to get the, the, the figureheads, like the people that are pushing it. Do we, do we know who's pushing that agenda of defund the police? I'd say look at the White House and look at the leader of the Democrat Party, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. All right, so, Deborah, tomorrow on the show, I want Pelosi, uh, Pelosi and Schumer because they are the leaders of the defund the police movement. I will tweet well, them and see what I can get. All right, and maybe they'll play Millennial David, Match Keisha game. Lance Bottoms went down that. What's that? I said, to be fair to David, Keisha Lance Bottoms went down that yeah, road yeah, last year. She's not here anymore. I understand, yeah. but that takes a lot to get I, to work I honestly back up. haven't seen um, on, on in a long time anyone saying defund the police. Really? Yeah. Not, I'll send you some articles. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, <laughs> especially, at least here in Atlanta. Like Maybe not here in yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, no. I haven't. Uh, I know it was a thing, um, but uh, I thought that was squashed here. And Maybe it's going on in other cities, but I haven't heard it here in Atlanta for a while. But anyway, tomorrow on the show, Millennial Match Game, Pelosi and Schumer. Maybe I can get them to play Millennial play, Match Yeah, Game. they'll play each other. That's what I'm saying, yeah. I would take, hmm, who would win that? <laughs> Who would win? Pelosi versus Schumer, Millennial Match Game, Longoria. Mm, that's a tough one. Schumer's a little younger, right? Pelosi out of luck. Out of, yeah? Yeah. She'll fall I don't into know. It. All right. Uh, Mitch up next to the Mark Air Show. Hey, Mitch. Hey, Mark. Hey, uh, just a quick comment, and you can follow along with me if you'd like. No shirt, no shoes, no service, no firearms? Did that, is that what the, the policy was there? Well, no, I'm just saying, if you put that on your door like they do with the rest of the stuff and maybe a sign in the parking lot, does that waive them of any legal trouble? Oh, I don't know. That, don't Definitely don't ask me legal questions. But from what I understand, and I'm not 100% on this, the two shootings that took place in the property were outside of the restaurant. Nothing happened inside. So, again... Uh, again, I, I, I don't know the legal liability. I'm going to assume that that previous caller was right, that the owner of the property is ultimately liable for, for what goes down on the property. But I don't know if you just put up a sign that, that gives you blanket immunity, whatever goes down on your uh, property. Bobby Tucker. Bobby, welcome to the show. Hey, glad to be here, Mark. Thank you, sir. I work in insurance. When you have a shooting like this, the first thing that happens is you call the police. You call 911, fire department. The second thing that happens when you're an owner is you call your insurance agent. Now, would the restaurant call the, the insurance? So the restaurant has insurance and the property owner has their insurance? Or which? Who's, they, they, hold on a second. Longer. I'm almost. Uh, if they don't, that would explain why the lease got canceled. I'm sure they, they called their insurance agent, and then they discovered they may or may not have had the right insurance. Yeah. but but and The it, owner discovers that. The you, two newest things we're seeing in the last Bobby, hold on, months. hold on, Bobby, hold on. So okay. th this goes down, and you said the owner calls the insurance company. The restaurant owner or the property owner, or they both call their insurance companies? They both call their insurance companies. Okay, and 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 crossing the tittles or whatever, who's 
more who would be liable, the owner of the property or the owner of the restaurant leasing the property? It'll depend on how the lease is written. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And uh, and uh, in a courtroom of your peers. Always. Malik is not. No, excuse me. I shouldn't have said that. But the uh, the lawyer for the victims are going to go after the people with the with the deepest pockets the biggest insurance policy. Bobby, great info. Thank you, sir. We'll finish this up. Uh, Ken and Tim will put a bow on this. Coming up at 5.07, early edition of Would You Rather with little Sanjay uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Atlantis News and Talk with Mark Aram. I'm just really stoked that Mark's on earlier now. Weekdays 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. This hour sponsored by Comcast Business. You know what I'm craving, Longo? A bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. Ooh. In the last three seconds, it just hit me. I'm like, I want a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. Maybe I'll stop at Waffle House on the way Yeah, home. there you go. Uh, Ken's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Ken. Hey, how are you today? Excellent, buddy. What's going on? Thanks for having me on the show, and I want to tell you that I enjoy listening and uh, listen every day on my drive home. I really appreciate that, that. And it gets to the point, so I'm going to disagree with you on one of your comments. You... I made a comment on an earlier, earlier caller that, you know, that crime can happen anywhere. Well, yeah, theoretically, I'm not going to disagree with you. My drive is, my commute is an hour. And I guarantee you that crime doesn't occur in my community. Uh, everybody in the neighborhood owns a gun. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody owns a gun. Everybody keeps their guns loaded and accessible and simply do not have that kind of crime in the neighborhood. It's a good neighborhood. Point taken. Uh, point taken. What, what? What? I and I, maybe I didn't uh, put a finer point on this. Um, like the the town I grew up in. You know, when I was uh, a kid in the seventies and eighties, there was no crime, and now there's a ton of crime now, and it's a small town. Crime is increasing uh, nationwide. Was my point. Um, certainly, it, you know, it, it seems like it's it's happening at a greater rate here in Metro Atlanta for sure. True. Agreed, one hundred percent. Secondly, the one of the things they might do uh, the Maybe the owner of the property should have gone to the tenant instead of just canceling the lease and saying, hey, we've got a problem here. What are you going to do about it? And maybe implementing metal detectors at the door, the signage about, hey, no farm well, property, yeah. whatever. And as a person with a concealed carry permit, you know, I would honor the sign. If there was a sign there, I would say, okay, I'm, I'm not going to carry it. Unlike Chuck. Unlike Chuck, who never honors the sign. I knew. Uh, I, you know, who? maybe they did have that conversation. I'm not sure. We'll find out more about this, I'm sure. That's not the last that uh, we'll be hearing about this story. But I know for a fact Chuck, uh, Chuck will walk in with no shoes, no shirt, and he'll be carrying. I've seen it happen many times. He's a rule breaker, that guy. He's a rule breaker. Uh, when we come back, an early edition of Would You Rather with Little Sanja, but straight ahead, uh, the very latest on the breaking news here from Chris Chandler. Uh, we'll be right back. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aramon, 95.5 WSV. Back to the show to go Tuesday evening to you. Mark Aram here. You there. It's 509, nine minutes after five o'clock. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram Monday through Friday, 4 to 7 p.m. But today only till 6 p.m. as we make way for the uh, Georgia Bulldog basketball team here on your home of the dogs. Whole family's here today. Deborah Green, the executive producer of the show. 
Longoria. The Stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low Tay Chuck Low screens tea. your calls. Uh, normally, uh, we do Would You Rather at 6.07, but because it's an abbreviated edition, we're going to do it in just a second. But if you missed the first hour of the show, heartbreaking update, uh, heartbreaking story from yesterday at this time where a six-month-old boy was shot and killed in the backseat of his mom's car driving in northwest Atlanta. 24 hours later, the Atlanta police make an arrest. We had Tom Jones on earlier from Channel 2 working the story. Police say that there was a gunfight, a gun battle between two groups. Uh, In a news conference this afternoon, they also said that Mr. Little had some gang ties. So not sure exactly why they were shooting, but of course, if you're involved in a gang, these types of, this is the way they resolve their issues. And sadly... Uh, uh, that child was in the middle of this. We'll have updates on this uh, breaking news again tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slate starting at 4.30 a.m. All right, a little early edition of Would You Rather. It's time for Would You Rather with Little Sanjay. He is the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. Kind of like the central time zone here. Like folks listening in, in Wisconsin, that's the central time zone? It is. Good job. They they normally hear it at 5 p.m. But, you know, so today, uh, a nod to the central time zone then. Ohio, I guess, is in there. or that Alabama. No. Alabama, <laughs> yes. Alabama, yeah. Alabama. We got to bring back time zone trivia, so Chuck can whip my butt on that. Uh, so here's the deal. Sanjay is going to ask us unanswerable questions. Uh, we're going to answer them here in studio. Feel free to play along in your car. And with the, with the crazy uh, markets these days and tax season starting, Sanjay's come up with uh, a money-related would-you-rather segment. Is that correct, Sanjay? That's right. Money, money, money. All right. Uh, fire away. First question, Silk. All right. Number one, would you rather get $5 million tomorrow or $100 million in 10 years? So a million. How much now? Five, Five million at tomorrow 48 morning. Or as 100 soon as the million. Or, or $100 million in 10 years. So I'd be 58 getting $100 million. Chuck, am I going to make it to 58? I maybe <laughs> maybe you're doing better. I am doing better. Peloton, doing Peloton every once in a while. Low carb. So. I yeah. borrowed your uh, kettlebells to curl yeah, with. Um, fine. <laughs> you make it to sixty easy. Five million now. I got to go five million now. There's no guarantees. A hundred million though. Dag it. That's blank you money. Oh yeah. You know, five million is not. No, that's F- uncomfortable. Yeah. Five million, that's like Erickson can tweet what he want without sure. pushback. A hundred million is crazy. Uh, I can't roll the dice with my health. I'm going five million now. Deborah Green, uh, what are you going to pick? Who's the poorest of the group? I think I will take the five now and then hopefully invest enough of it. Yeah. Then I can like use it in the future. But All right. Like five dollars now is a lot for me. You'll so. take five million now. Exactly. Sure. That's life changing money for sure. Uh, low T Chuck. 10 years, the kids are still like in junior high yeah. at that point. Well, they're going to be held back a little, couple years. Well, yeah, I'm obvious. <laughs> obvious. So like I said, they'll still be in yeah, junior yeah, high. That's right. <laughs> um, I'm going to I'm gonna wait for the 100 mil. Yeah. I don't need the 5 million no. right now. 
Are you going to tell hot thing. neighbor? No. <laughs> well, so you'll need it for your divorce. Exactly. When, I mean, to buy all the, all the uh, stuff. I'm thinking, I'm thinking in halves divorce. now. Yeah, post-divorce yeah. chunk of change. I'm thinking in halves now, <laughs> and I only get 2.5, and then I got it now. Right. So I'll, I'll, I'll grind it out for 10 years. I'll take the 100. Yeah, I, 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 and you're healthy. Yeah, I think I can make it. I yeah. think I'll, I'll, I'll roll the dice on that one. For sure. Uh, Longoria. Yeah. Um, I'll be 55. Yeah. Eh, I think I can make 55. 60 pushing it, but 55, I'm, I'm up. I have a lot but, of fun with 100 million in those five yeah, years. Yeah. yeah, for five years. Your wife's screaming at the radio, take the money now, Longo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so is She's mine. like, you're not making it 10 years. <laughs> Long, she, I love that she calls you Longo. All right, uh, interesting question. All right, round two, I guess we'll call it, of Would You Rather, a little Sanjay on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. What's the next question, Sanjay? All right, number two, would you rather win a dream two-week vacation, like all expenses paid, wherever you want to go, or a $10,000 shopping spree at your favorite store? Well, I first have to determine what my favorite store is right now. The yeah, Porsche the baseball store. card store. Yeah, yeah probably uh, yeah. Kaboom on uh, North Druid Hills Road. Um, but So my and I are planning our, our dream honeymoon in April, uh, remind me to tell Drew when I'm off, by the way, Deborah. Uh, but that's only a week, and that's costing a pretty penny. I'd rather not have to pay for that. So give me a dream-free two-week vacation. Deborah Green. Absolutely, two-week vacation. Yeah. I don't think I have a favorite store. Amazon, does that count? No. Yeah, I'll take the vacation. All right. So, low T. Chuck. Oh, if I was single, I would take the store, and I would buy out Cabela's. Um <laughs> But you, mis- take- you mispronounce you mispronounce Carabas. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh, no, I'm taking the vacation. Taking the vacation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. vacations yeah. are expensive, especially with four yes. kids. Yeah, with well, kids, yeah. it costs a lot. We I'll, I'll take. take wait, wait, wait. We have to take our kids. <laughs> well, you don't have to, but <laughs> okay. so I didn't plan on yeah. taking them. Yeah, that's but, not a vacation. <laughs> yeah, but imagine if if you if it's it's all expenses paid. Oh yeah, first class. You can you know if I can bring a nanny. Yeah, whatever. All right, man. There you go. All right, next question, Sanjay. All right, would you rather earn millions creating a cure for a disease that only saves about a thousand people, or earn zero dollars creating a cure for a disease that saves millions of people? How much money do I get in the first millions? Mil- so not a not a firm number. Millions. We're going to say under ten. All right. Millions. We'll say seven and a half million. There you go. Um, I'm going to go the the moral route here and come up with a cure for disease that saves millions and make nothing, right? How much? A thousand in the first thing? A thousand people get saved. Or millions. You get seven point. Yes. I'm going to, I'm going to, for free, I'm going to save millions of lives. Deborah Green. You got to save the million people, yeah. right? You have to. You that do? Millions. <laughs> millions. <laughs> I got a lot of cousins. Yeah, like yeah. cure cancer and you make yeah, no money, right? you got to do that. Yeah. Uh, well, I have to do that. Look, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not doing that. Um, but I'm yeah. going to tell you why. My nephew is one of 50 cases worldwide with a genetic disorder, a genetic developmental disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, I would hands down watching my brother go through that experience, I would hands down take the first, regardless of the money. I don't care about the money. So if, in this all, scenario, if, if you could pick the disease you cure and not get money, you would do yeah, that? Yeah, too. yeah, all right. yeah. But, it, but because there's money. But yeah, I would I would do that because he's he's only he legitimately only one of 50 cases wow. worldwide. And this is your, your my brother's, brother's son? Yeah, he had wow. twins. He had a boy and a girl, and the, and the boys got uh, genetic development. How old issue. are they now? 
A uh, year and a half, same as Jackson. Okay, they were they were born about a month apart. Oh, I, I'm sorry, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I would I would take that. So I normally my route is to, Chuck's going to go off the uh, grid here and pick his disease and cure it for no money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You all right with that, Sanjay? Yeah, I'm all right. All right. <laughs> Longoria. <laughs> He's like, he, did, he didn't want to say anything. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to take the money. And cure the thousand people. Yeah, all right, take the mil- live off of that until I get my hundred mil, and then yeah, <laughs> well, that'll uh, tide you over for yeah, ten years. Yeah. All right, seven and a half million will do. Fair that. enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, good, good financial responsibility, yeah. Longoria. Uh, next question, Sanjay. All right, would you rather come from a rich family and have parents who don't love you, or come from a poor family and have parents who do love you? I've lived the second one. <laughs> we all have. It's it's fine. Except let me try. Let me try rich parents that don't love me. Let me just just see what that's like. Stick my toe yeah. in, the, in the water and see how that is. I've I've my parents love me. Not that they were poor, but they certainly weren't rich. Rich. Yeah. You know. So let me see how the other half lives. Uh, Deborah Green. I think I'd still rather just have great parents. Great parents. Yeah. Aww. Uh, low T Chuck. I wouldn't give up my upbringing for anything. There's no amount of money in the world really? to get me to change the way I got raised. No, no. Living where I lived and doing the stuff that I got, no, no. not a chance. All right, no way. Longoria, I'm with you. I want to try the other side. Yeah, I mean, you <laughs> just a little what, bit. Two yeah. parents. Come on, yeah. Some with two parents. I yeah, mean, <laughs> they both don't love me, but at least I got two parents, right? <laughs> exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, and you got some money. T- you got a quickie for the last I, one. Sonia? I got a quick one. All Would right. you rather marry someone rich? Who cheats on you, or someone with no money who's very faithful? Very faithful. I mean, faithful. <laughs> like, yeah. that like, means there's a little. There's like two percent not like, faithful. And how much faithful. money? And how much money <laughs> are we talking? <laughs> They're kind of we're faithful. Talking, we're talking filthy rich, and she cheats on you, or he cheats on you, or no money. And is faithful. Completely faithful. Not there's no gray. Yeah. Very, <laughs> very faithful. Two yeah. percent um, corrupt. Yeah, only 2%. I'm going to go <laughs> loves me, uh, is faithful, but no money. Deborah Green. Yeah, we're poor, but we're happy. Yeah, low teacher. Yeah, I'll take the no money. All right. Give me way. the money. Yeah. <laughs> I'll write that out. I don't care who you're cheating with. If you're filthy rich, That's yeah, too I can forget that. All right, Sanjay, correct me if I'm wrong, but tax season has begun. Is that correct, sir? Oh, it has begun. Yeah, so you need help with your taxes. Sanjay, the official accountant of the Mark Aram Show. You can search him on Facebook. It's Brass Tax Accounting or online at brass.tax. Great job, Sanjay. My man. We'll be right back. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram on WSB. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. We're listening to Mark Aram and we know we're going to have a good time. Weekdays 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. This hour sponsored by Comcast Business. Speaking of Mike Shields, uh, new papa, new job. He's going to play Millennial Match Game tomorrow. So we got another celebrity lined up for Millennial Match Game. All right. Um, obviously, um, this is Title Town USA, right? The last three months, the Dogs win the national title right here in your home of the Dogs. The Braves win the World Series. Uh, good news for Braves fans around the Southeast because it's truly, you know, a national team, the Braves. Uh, the Braves World Series trophy is going on tour. So they're going to make various stops around the Southeast. Uh, Braves.com uh, for the tour locations, but if you, I guess you can take a picture with it, Deborah. You can pose with it. Yeah, you're going to be able to take a selfie. I saw Mark Owens, uh, our buddy, get a picture. <sighs> Bragging about both know, of them. Yes. I know. Uh, so February 15th, it'll be at Colony Square, right down here in Midtown. Walking distance. February 20th, it's going to be in uh, DeKalb <laughs> at Gresham Park Baseball. Con- I could walk to Colony Square. 
Uh, March 15th. No, you can't. It's going to be in uh, Cherokee, North Carolina at the Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians High School Baseball Opener. March 17th, it's going to be at the St. Patrick's Day Parade in Savannah. That's risky. I wouldn't yeah, bring the dangerous. trophy down there. Um, March 27th, it's going to be in Macon, not at Erickson's house, but at the Georgia Sports Hall of Fame. April 15th, it'll be in Cairo, Georgia for Jackie Robinson's Day. And July 9th, it'll be in Alpharetti for the Braves Country Battles Championship Tournament. So uh, go to Braves.com for more info on the Braves Championship Tour. I'm going to go back to uh, all our childhoods when we come back after news, weather, and traffic. Um, Yeah, it'll be entertaining, I promise. Uh, On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram, news, weather, and traffic next on WSB. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. 538, uh, just 22 minutes left of tonight's broadcast. Then we turn things over to Scott Howard and Georgia Bulldog basketball here on your home of the dogs. I'm going to lean in heavily in this segment to uh, on, on low T and Longoria. So I need you to pay attention, Chuck. Stop watching uh, whatever you're watching. What are you watching, by the way? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Great uh, English baking show? Or no, no, no. All right. Um, all right. So in my neighborhood, um, there are... They're, there's been an influx of young families with kids, which is great. Um, and and when yesterday I got off of work and we we're walking the dogs, there were kids out playing. And I don't know how old I can never tell how old kids are. Could have been four, could have been twelve. I don't. I have no. I have <laughs> no. It's a big difference no, between four and four a twelve, and 12. Year old. I have no <laughs> idea. Um, but I noticed um, like one set of kids were on like I don't want to call them e-scooters, but they weren't normal scooters. They were. Weird. It's not like the ones you can rent here, but these little tiny things, mm-hmm. they were zipping around. And one kid had a drone, like was flying a little, he must have been a little older. And I was, I said to Maya, I'm like, the, the, the toys when we were kids don't, I don't think they exist anymore. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, when was the last time you saw a kid playing jacks? You remember jacks? Oh yeah, where you have the like the little, no idea what oh, that is. the little bouncy ball and, yeah, and the yeah, metal. Yeah. You scoop yeah. the metal. Yeah, they don't know. What that like is. probably the dumbest game ever invented. It it might be okay that it's gone now, but I'm assuming Longoria, your daughters have never played it. No, jacks as a matter of fact, life. about a month ago, I don't know how it came up, and we were saying something about jacks. She's like, "What are jacks?" And yeah. I tried to explain the game to her, and she's like. So you just bounce a ball and pick up the thing. I'm like, yeah. And she's like, oh, that, like you didn't. She didn't seem interested yeah. in it. She's like, I don't want to play Jack. I, I remember playing that game as a kid, yeah. probably because the cute girls were playing it. But I don't remember the rules or how you win or anything. I think you bounce the ball and try to pick up as many jacks as possible. And Isn't then, it? Doesn't it go one I think it's and then progressive, two yeah. and then three? Yeah, and then four, yeah, but you only yeah. Have one yeah, bounce to pick them up. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So that's a that's a dead game, right? Yeah. The, uh, no kids are and none of the kids that I've seen. No. Your daughter, Chuck, jacks. No, she had no idea. No idea. Um, marbles. Deborah said. Oh, I played marbles all oh, the time. Yeah. See? I, I I owned marbles, but yes. I don't remember playing them. Oh no, that seemed yeah. like a game for dumb kids. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, you like knock things yeah, out. It's knock... all very strategic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's kind of yeah, like cool. But... I have a I have a my great grandmother used to give me marbles when I'd come over to her yeah. house, and I still have them. Yeah. After oh. she passed away, I kept like all the marbles. Yeah. Are, so are marbles still a thing no, for kids I these don't, days? I doubt no, it. they don't play them like we would play them. I mean, they have marbles, but they're yeah. not they playing put them games. In a slingshot and fire. Yeah, out they're the just. Car. I mean, they're, they're like rocks to them. Like, yeah, it's nothing. So that <laughs> the pet rock. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't remember ever playing them. I don't know the rules. You're right. It's like pool where a little you, bit. You have yeah. a shooter yeah. and a whatever. Yeah. 
All right, so that that's probably defunct oh, right now. Yeah, it's. Yeah, t- I mean, the kids that grow up on iPads, you know, they're not going to play jacks and marbles. No, like there's no. It's just so boring. I mean, we had, we even had a video game on Nintendo that was called Marble Madness. Like they're not going to play that now. They won't even play the Marble I Madness so. game. Um, here's one that may still be alive. This is where I'm going to lean on you guys for your sure. daughters. Hopscotch is that what it's called? Where yes. you draw lines on the yeah. and the yeah. thing that's still it, versions of it. Yeah. Like my daughter came home with some goofy. I mean, she's only four, so it wasn't yeah. quite. But it was the same principle. She was trying to get me to do it in <laughs> to do it on the carpet. We have this rug that's got lines on. And oh, she okay. was trying to explain the rules to yeah. me, and I was like, like hopscotch. And she goes, No, daddy, not like whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> they probably named it something. Yeah, different. it's something like, different. But I, it, it was. I remember thing. hopscotch, but yeah. I have no. What were the? How did you even play hopscotch? I believe you throw like a rock or a pebble, and it lands on a number, and okay. you have to jump to that number. In a are these pattern? universal yeah. rules? So, I like, don't know. Yeah, the hopscotch so. rules are the same in Torrington as they I are think in so. Yeah, I remember yeah. it like that where you throw it and it, when it lands on the number, I think you jump over that number. So you skip through the rest and then jump over that one and then skip and then skip. What back. is there like left leg, right leg, both leg kind of? Is it? If there are more games, I don't. I don't remember them. I just yeah. I think going There's down back. Types of I think that. it's just whatever the kids made up at you know the time kind of thing. All like, right, here's yeah, one. Hop that, on your left leg. Here's one that Deborah came up with. She's an old soul. This can't. This, I don't even think this was alive uh, around when I was a kid. Tiddlywinks. Yeah. No. <laughs> Explain tiddlywinks. I don't know what it is. I just remember. That I remember name, that. Right. I remember I the name, but I don't remember. I don't remember what it was. What it I, was. I vaguely recall my great grandmother telling me about that. It was it's like a stick game or something. Oh, is it that Maybe, one where you had to like, I, you had to like pick the sticks up it. with another stick? So, yeah, something like that. That seemed Wikipedia. like it had been popular in Whitefish, Montana. No, I don't. A, I don't know what game. this is. But Wikipedia says competitive. In- Competitive game involving four colors of winks, and they look like circles. And there's a bucket. I don't know what you got. <laughs> there's a bucket. This is what Wikipedia Hold on. says. Do you, we'll do you we'll continue in the bucket. Straight back to our Amish uh, toy correspondent, Charles Thomas the <laughs> Third. What what have you learned about uh, tiddlywinks? There, so this Chuck? says it's a game of flat felt mat set with small discs with different colors called winks. A pot. Apparently, it's not a bucket. It's a pot, <laughs> <laughs> which is the target, and a collection of get this. Squidgers. I don't know what yeah, that, that is. It's a plastic disc oh, yeah, that you like use. Nobody's to, playing that. You'd use to fling them. It's basically you're trying to fling these little flat discs into this pot. Maybe in rural uh, England, that's still a thing. I can't imagine. Sounds like games that you get a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. You know, now, they always have those old school games. Now, if you took your girls to Cracker Barrel, would they would they have would they be interested in playing that little game with the 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 Ella was about pegs. four seconds. Yeah, right? I think they're a little too old now, but maybe when they were I'm, younger. I play it every I time I go. It, I, I still know, can't man. figure it out. I've never oh, the won pe- that Oh, game. the peg one? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, they'll try it, I guess, yeah. That's But they don't understand enough. it. Like, they don't understand it. Uh, jumping rope. That's still a thing. Oh, yeah. My daughter oh, yeah. has a jump rope. Girls still yeah. jump rope. And uh, uh, bolo bat. What is it called, Deborah? Yeah, bolo bat. That's the one with the paddle, and it's and the got ball? the ball stuck to it. Apparently, that's what it's named. Oh, bolo okay. Bat. I didn't know that was the name I of it. I was the worst at that. I get to bounce like three times. And really? It's just frustrating. It's it's just, you know, yeah. hand, you know just trying yeah, to get the rhythm. Rhythm is going to get you. All right, so there you go. So, uh, so I think we've discovered Jack's extinct, Marble's extinct, Tiddlywinks would probably be extinct for uh, for many many generations now. Hopscotch still a thing, and jumping rope still a thing. And do, paddle on the ball. 
Maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I don't remember them I don't having think they'd one. Be too interested in it. Now. I, I, maybe they had one and <laughs> it broke, and then iPad. we took it away from. All right, there you go. So I just, I, I just, I, I had that revelation walking the dogs last night. Kids aren't going to do this. They've got e-scooters and drones and whatever else. Uh, 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. I like it. I like what I hear. He keeps me entertained on my ride home. Weekdays 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. Via Ma Dukes on the Piccadilly text line. Apparently, Longo, you and I were getting confused Tiddly winks and pickup sticks. Pickup sticks was the game we were pick thinking Pickup sticks, that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah Is there a right. game that was just made for poor rural kids than pickup sticks? Yeah. Go pick up some sticks, kids. Yeah. Tiddly winks. I don't know. Most what, of my life. Chuck's got a bucket. I don't know what's going on with Tiddly <laughs> yeah, winks. He's got a bucket. I certainly didn't play Tiddly winks. Uh, <laughs> so we were thinking of pickup sticks. Uh, Don's been hanging on for a while. Don, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. What's up, buddy? Thank you. I wanted to add something about your conversation about the jot and tittle. Oh, please. So the real origin of a jot and tittle is actually uh, from the Bible. It's from Matthew chapter 5, verse 18, where Jesus said, Verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law until it be fulfilled. How about so that? A jot is the tenth letter and smallest letter of the Hebrew, Hebrew alphabet. Yeah, alphabet. That and I a knew. It's kind of like a comma. Uh, it's a accent mark. See, look at that. I learned a little something in Hebrew school. The fact, though, that that you referenced a, a, a New Testament explains why I didn't know that. But jot and tittle, we all learned. Crossing your t's, dotting your eyes. I, I totally skipped our uh, most important segment of the show. Let's get it in there. Longoria's fact of the day. I'm going to turn my mic on first. Um, on the same, talking me. about jot and tittle. Yeah. Uh, you know the correct name for the forward slash? No. A Virgil. A Virgil? Yeah. Named after Johnny Virgil? That sounds good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well. The forward slash goes forward. It's right? like it's it like faces. dates, like one slash 25 yeah. dash 20. It's a Virgil. Virgil. All right. Good fact of the day, Longoria. Timely as well. Good huh? job. Yeah, thank you. We're, we're going to get a sponsor for the person for that does that for me. Longoria's fact of the day. <laughs> Chef William, I'm sorry, buddy. You got about 30 seconds, bro. What's going on? Hey, just real quick. The old school games used to be eye-hand coordination. Jacks, all that stuff. The new stuff is video games, so it does the same thing as eye-hand coordination. That's all I was trying to teach the kids. Interesting. So you're still playing jacks and marbles? Actually, I still play Marbles, and I still do, like, Connect Four. And I loved Connect Four. Pretty sneaky, sis. That was the best. By the way, there is a National Marble Convention in Morristown, New Jersey, if you guys want to go. Uh, let's do Star of the Show there. Longoria. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? Our man Tom Jones led off the show, uh, giving us an update on the breaking news in Northwest Atlanta shooting and arrest in the murder of the six-month-old boy. Uh, again, more coverage on that tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slate. We're out of here early. Bulldogs basketball next, but I will be active on the socials. Twitter and Instagram, it's at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. Have a great Tuesday, Atlanta. Be safe out there. of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts 
so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.